Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner, college football season. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. You did hear that right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odd boosts that they're offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. Located right here in the U.S., so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, to get your free $200 in free bets instantly, only for a limited time at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, NJ, IN, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Daily fantasy options are also available. And now, on with the show. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome back to the Quack Report. It has been a long time since uh, I have seen you guys' profile pictures in the comments and you have heard <laughs> our lovely voices. Uh, Lindsay, tuning in as always. We're doing pretty good. Well, I am. I'm not going to speak for Nate. How are you doing, Lindsay? Uh, and uh, <laughs> Dylan, you're doing good. <laughs> Dylan with the <laughs> Podcast Network saying, damn that intro. Yeah. That is <laughs> <me up there. laughs> oh, I try my best. I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, cool. how's it going? How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what I've been up to the last couple of weeks, honestly. it's um, it, it just feels like last week we did an episode, but it's actually been like three. So that's super weird. Um, we also got Marcus chiming in here. Howdy. Howdy, Marcus. Uh, Nate looks like he's frozen, so we will uh, hopefully have him back pretty soon. So I will carry the conversation for now, or at least attempt to. It's not backboard unless my computer fucks up, hey? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, howdy, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carter. I asked how you were doing. So how are you doing? Oh, bud? yes. Uh, I'm good. I, I talked to the, the fans and told them that I basically haven't been up to much. Um, okay. So how are you doing? <laughs> oh, <I'm... laughs> oh. 
Miracle Dylan has driving, clogged his internet yeah. connection. <laughs> oh my god, that is a throwback. Seriously, I'm never gonna live that down now. Actually, like as fun as that was, that is just the network joke about me at this point. You're, you're known now um, as the mayo on toast guy, or not even toast. It's just mayo. No, on it's bread. mayo on bread. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do have that video like saved though on my Facebook account just because that's mm-hmm. so good. I had it as my banner, like I had a screenshot of it as my banner profile on Twitter for a while. I don't know, Dylan. Should I bring that back, or is it uh, is it good at, as what it is right now? I'll just let I'll just let him figure it figure out what it is. <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. Uh, just been having uh, yeah, just been been working like crazy still. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow, I guess when the audio is released of this, it'll be today. Um, is my last day of going seven days a week, basically. So, nice. and then I'll have a week and a half off. It'll be great. I'll just hang out kind of do nothing for the most part and uh just yeah relax a little bit so it'll be good to finally just <laughs> decompress for a while so oh, definitely really yeah. since like july 1st i've had three days off that's it so yeah yeah uh, so basically if you guys also have a day off just go on twitter and refresh nate's personal feed because he's probably gonna be tweeting every like five <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes <laughs> pretty much just like still just like oh yeah chilling on a chair in the sun Still chilling on a chair in the sun. Oh, we got some hockey news? Okay, just chilling on a chair in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan saying, the true question is, do you want to be the Miracle Whip guy the rest of your life? I mean, that was a thing in middle school for me, but like... You were the Miracle Whip guy? No, so okay. (laughs) Did I not explain this on this show? Maybe I didn't. Okay. I I don't think so. Okay, so the Miracle Whip thing was, uh, I had guested on the Stick Hungry podcast. Um... Though I'm not sure actually what it's called right now. I think they're going to be having an announcement here soon um, as to, you know, they're kind of revamping the whole thing a little bit. But uh, so Nick Floor on that show, who we've had on this show a couple times now, uh, they were doing a segment with him called Nick Tries It. That was basically Dylan, Nick, and I just kind of talking on Twitter. And like Nick's like, oh, I haven't tried. I think it was an arrow bar is what we started with. Yeah. And so Nick tried that. And then. Um, you know, then it just became this segment for them on their show and Nick would try new things that were kind of voted on during the week. And I brought up the idea of trying for whatever reason, this was my middle school breakfast. It's not that like we were dirt poor and this is all we could afford just for some reason. I mean, I'm still a weird kid. Let's be honest here. (laughs) But for some reason, I just enjoyed having Miracle Whip on white bread for breakfast. That was my breakfast. I don't know why I did it for about like a year, year and a half. It was just my <laughs> thing. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I told Nick, I'm like, okay, I want you to try this. And it got through the voting. And so I'm like, okay. And I, I told him beforehand, I'm like, if this wins, I will come on the show and I will do it with you. And so sure enough, there's the two of us, you know, and I'm just like lathering this thing purposely to like put extra on for like for Nick to try. Right. And I like I feel like the point of it and Dylan can tell me if uh, if I was wrong as on this but like I feel like what we were trying to get Nick to do was try it but also get sick from it like we wanted yeah. him to, oh, yeah. to throw up on camera and almost got it with him it was so close like he did go to the trash bin and everything spit yeah. it out like was he said he, he was dry heaving and whatnot so he was mm-hmm. laughing about it but yeah ever since that uh, that day you know the miracle whip on bread gets brought up every now and then and uh it's just it's it's a good joke so um i can't here let me see if i can figure out what episode it is exactly i know i have it saved on my phone so i can pull it up mm-hmm. pretty quickly here yeah 
just while you're doing that here, Dylan yeah. says tomorrow is when the announcement is for the uh, or the new Stick Hungry announcement. So uh, got to keep on top of our rivals, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, hello, Quack Quack Hockey. Hello, uh, the real underscore SCG saying Quack Quack. And, uh, and yeah, everybody. have you found it? Yeah, I did. So it was the episode that was live streamed at least on December 13th. So if you go on the Hockey Podcast Network Facebook page, uh, and I believe it's also on their YouTube as well, find that episode. And it's after they show the, uh, there was like a Sharks Christmas song that they did. Um, it's after that, uh, that we do the, uh, you know, the Miracle Whip on bread and whatnot. So if you want to see one of our fellow uh co-hosts on the hockey podcast network nick floor uh nearly throw up and me just grossing everybody else out on the show uh be sure to go watch that episode yeah it's a good time and i mean really your logic is flawless too like i I know we've talked about this before but like wonder bread is amazing awesome like white bread any just white bread is good but wonder white bread is awesome miracle whip makes any sandwich like 10 times better so combine the two together Hammer turkey with Miracle Whip and mustard. Yeah, it's good. So, but you just got to take mm-hmm. two ingredients out of that. And you just do it like the hot dog fold. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, like it's not like a sandwich. It's just like the fold of it. Yeah. I, so. I literally had this like before we started recording. Like, here's here's the leftovers, a little piece of lettuce <laughs> because I'm a meatitarian. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, I had a Wonder Bread and turkey sandwich with Miracle Whip and, yeah. and cheese. Yeah. Uh, we got the real SCG saying Hellman's over Miracle. Uh, sorry, guys. You know what? I'll, I'll, that's fair, actually. Hellman's is pretty good. So I'm impartial. If it's <laughs> never mind. If it's, gonna... if, it... if it's got well, if it's... you can put it on a sandwich. Then oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say if it's white and creamy, it's in your mouth. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was going to say, and that's why I stopped myself. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh jeez! Welcome back to the Quack Report, everybody. Yeah. I hope yeah. you missed us because uh, this will probably be most of the <laughs> show. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, I mean, we should attempt to get to some Ducks news here about 10 minutes in, but uh, I think ultimately we'll fall into uh, Miracle Whip and other white spreads uh, <laughs> in a few minutes here. So. <laughs> but let's at least give it an effort here. Thanks, oh. Lindsay. I'm glad you missed us. We missed you yeah. too. <laughs> Uh, the Ducks have uh, been quite busy, actually, uh, not trading or really improving the team or anything like yeah. that. Bob Murray hasn't been <laughs> that active, uh, but he has, you know, re-signed some guys that uh, have been part of the organization for the last couple of years, some RFAs and also some newly signed guys. And uh, Nate was too lazy to type it into the outline, <laughs> and I don't remember what they are. So um, I'm going to throw it over to Nate because he has them written down somewhere. All right, so I believe the uh, the first three signings that I'm going to talk about here were put out the day that we put out our last episode. Uh, so like the day before the live stream, I guess. So uh, Greg Patterin, Buddy Robinson, and Danny O'Regan were signed to all to two-way contracts. Danny O'Regan's contract is a two-way, two-year deal uh, with a cap hit of uh, league minimum, $750,000. Uh, Buddy Robinson and Greg Patterin both signed two-way one-year deals at $750,000 as well. So just base signings. Um, the one guy I can tell you a little bit about, though, is Buddy Robinson, as he was in the Flame system for a mm-hmm. while. He is a big, strong dude uh, that will definitely be, you know, if he were to get pulled up, like a third or fourth line guy at most. Um, but uh, he's definitely a presence on the ice. I'll put it that way. 
So but how tall is he? Isn't he like just massive? Uh, he's taller than me, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's taller than you, Nate. Exactly. <laughs> if he's taller than me, then I'm sure he'll be just fine. <laughs> for for reference, if anybody doesn't know, I'm like five seven, so pretty. I'm I'm on the shorter scale, I guess, but on the shorter are, scale, you're below are, average. Below average. <laughs> I don't know what is average actually in like in Canada. I kind of wonder. I have no idea. Probably like five nine, five ten. I would take a guess at. Average male height in Canada in 2021. <laughs> uh, five foot ten, five foot ten point. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm below average, but like not too far off actually. How how tall did you say? Five six, five seven, five seven. Okay. Yeah. I want to see where you compare in uh the whole scheme of things. What I thought there was supposed to be a table here. Where did that table go? <laughs> hmm. Um. We get so easily sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, y- you keep going while I find this here. Okay, well, I'm pulling up Buddy Robinson's height. Uh, he's 6'5", so he's almost a foot taller than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's massive. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, all right, so next up were uh, a few of our uh, restricted free agents in Sam Steele and Isaac Lundestrom, uh, both signing deals on August 6th. Um, both signing identical deals actually at uh, one year, $874,125. So just, yeah, short deals. Um, and then on August 9th, we had Josh Mahura, Max Jones, and Maxime Comtois uh, all signing deals as well um, off of their qualifying offers. Uh, Max Comtois being a two-year, point. 0375 cap hit. Uh, and Josh Mahura is being a two year league minimum $750,000 cap hit. And then Max Jones getting a little bit of a longer term here in three years, uh, $1.295 million cap hit there. Uh, I will also note, I don't know if I did, Josh Mahura's contract is a two way while Comtois and Jones are one ways. Okay, that makes then, sense. Yeah, because yeah. Jones has been kind of up and down. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, and then most recently was on August thirteenth, just about a week ago, almost now. Uh, we had our top three picks from this year's draft signing entry level contracts uh, in Mason McTavish, Olin Zellweger, and I'm going to butcher this name again, Sasha Pastujov. Um, I really, me. yeah, I really need to figure out how to exactly say <laughs> that. I feel so bad right now. Uh, Mason McTavish signing. Uh, Obviously, a three-year deal, two-way uh, contract at uh, the most that you can get as on an entry level at $925,000. Uh, Owen Zellweger signing um, for $897,500 and uh, Sasha signing for $870,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so good yeah. that we got them locked up because they were, were they our three highest? Yeah, they were our top three picks. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, really good. In, yeah, that. like uh, McTavish first, Zellweger second round, and uh, Pastajov in the third round. So, yeah, um, yeah, I remember talking about Pastajov quite a bit. So I, I hope he plays in the next couple of years. Probably not next year, but um, I, I hope to see McTavish at least this year, just a little bit. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, if he really shows up at camp and you, you know is killing it in the first few games of the season, then yeah, I mean, keep him around. But I, yeah. I think he'll definitely get his nine games or whatever it is that you can. Uh, get before mm-hmm. the contract kicks in, but um, yeah, I just want to see what he's able to do. So. Yeah, well, and McTavish being 
you know, kind of compare it even to our own Ryan Getzlaff there. Mm-hmm. Why not get, you know, a few practices mentored by the guy that you're being compared to, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, someone yeah, that is still playing in the league. Yeah, I mean, that could yeah. be part of the reason why they kept Getzlaff around as well. So, Yeah, just to help out with that. So mm-hmm. I still think it's a pretty high cap hit for Getzlaff, but I'll take wow. it. It's yeah. one year at least, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we weren't going to be fantastic anyways. Like, what else would we yeah. have spent that? I don't know, extra. He's okay, he's okay to three million cap on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Lots. it'll be just fine. But yeah. um, was that all of them? Or was there? Was there uh, yeah, that was that was everything. And that's pretty much it for uh, for Ducks news, except for one little thing here that you have, Carter. Yeah. And that's just the home opener uh, being moved against. Uh, it was against the Winnipeg Jets on the 14th. It's now just on the 13th on yeah. uh, Wednesday. So um, yeah, that's. That's really it. That's it. So, yeah, Ducks, as much as they were doing stuff with signings and that, they have been super quiet this year, which is in part as to why we took like a two-week break instead of like the one-week break that we were originally going to. But yeah, um, we also just needed the break, I think, for a little oh, bit. Yeah. So Because yeah, realistically, sure. we've been going since like September of 2019, like when this show started. So like this is the first break mm-hmm. I think we've had. Oh, absolutely. In, yeah. To that length at least. So. Yeah, it's good. And you guys need a break from us, too. I know we can be a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, outside of that, though, the Ducks not doing a whole lot right now. So which could be good, could also be bad, though. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it sounds like no one's really close on Eichel, which is kind of the big one we were hoping for. And it sounds like it's just because there's so many question marks on his uh, his potential surgery. And if he's going to like how much time he's going to miss next year. And, um, and also I think Buffalo is just asking really high for him, which makes sense. Like he's a good player, like, but they're not coming down really at all from what I've heard. So no, and I think they're going to have to, cause like, you know, some people are liking just the idea of kind of what's going on to, you know, the Mac Duchesne trade from Colorado and how, you know, he was there for the first little bit. It's not going to be quite the same, though. There's a difference between Matt Duchesne, who wanted out, and you have Jack Eichel, who wants out and is not being allowed to get surgery done, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know if you listened to the 31 pot, uh, thirty-one Thoughts yeah. podcast episode that they were talking to the doctor who oh. would actually be performing Actually, no, surgery. I didn't listen to that one. Oh, yeah. It's a great listen. It's about a half hour, so it's a bit of a shorter one. Um, but, yeah, they talked to the doctor, actually, who would be performing this surgery that Eichel wants. And, you know, he he breaks down basically both surgeries, the one that Eichel wants and the one that Buffalo wants him to get Mm -hmm. and talks about the pros and cons. Right. So you can kind of come to your own opinion. But excuse me, you know, the doctor is saying like in his own medical opinion, um, he would go with the one that Jack wants. So and him basically just saying like he's just there to do the the best for his patient that he can. Right. So but uh, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not a crazy medical person in terms of like knowledge that sort of thing but like he does explain it in a way that anyone can understand so if you haven't yet actually go take a listen to that uh, episode um i think it was only like two or three back because they're on a break right now as well so yeah it's pretty um, recent so yeah so definitely go take a listen to Mm -hmm. that if uh, you want a little bit more knowledge as to what exactly is going on with uh with jack eichel right now so yeah yeah that'd be cool um just because you did bring that up i I was on one of the recent ones. I think it was where they went through all 32 teams pretty much. But when they yeah. got to the Ducks, um, Friedman said he didn't expect the Ducks uh, to be totally done this offseason yet. I, 
he says there's still more. He doesn't know what it is. It's really just speculation. But I mean, yeah. you take a look at the roster and the other teams in our division that like, obviously something has to be done if we want to have a chance. Uh, Lindsay actually brought up here where are the Ducks going to finish in the Pacific division dead right last. now as the roster sits. <laughs> exactly. Dead last there. Yeah. We are fighting for number 32 this year, people. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, on, like I think even Seattle, they don't have a ton of forwards right now, but I still think they're going to be better than us because they're going to play a very similar game to like Montreal and New York. And It's going to be a very defensive game. I was just on the uh, uh, the Double Digit Hockey podcast, and you know we talked about the Ducks and some of the other California teams. We did talk about Seattle also, though, and I said mm-hmm. that team is going to be a very defensive strong team right because yeah. they have grubauer and chris dreer and in net right that's a deadly tandem right there to start off mm-hmm. uh guys with and then they got just tons to, of veteran defensemen too like yeah that are that are good right like adam mm-hmm. larson mark giordano uh jamie alexiak uh like yeah. that's just three off the top of my head but like that's a solid top mm-hmm. three right there. they have the flurry brothers so, yeah exactly hayden and uh boy my uh, kale so yeah. but uh yeah, like it, they actually have like a decent decor to start with. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a little bit of tweaking maybe if they can with the forwards and that team can be competitive. Honestly, fighting for like a top, uh, top two spot. Honestly, in our division, I think. I, uh, I think so. Two. Yeah, I don't. Looking at like what Vegas was able to do in their first year, like I don't want to count Seattle out. It's obviously a yeah. very different team than what Vegas built, but it, I, like I still think it's it's possible. Um, Lindsay also kind of asked us. We can use this to segue and or just yeah. continue the conversation here. Who are the playoff teams in your opinion in our division? Well, I uh, guess we're going back to like the three teams for sure make it, and then wild card spots, right? So it's yeah, not exactly. just top four. So like, yeah, it does make so it a little let's start with the. Well, we'll start with the the easy one. Vegas, I think they're yeah. going to be number yeah. one in the league yeah. without a doubt. Um, and then after that, I think it's really just a clump, and then it's Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Much. So, <laughs> uh, actually, no, I'll I'll put San Jose down there as well. I'm still. Oh yeah, I, I like some of the moves that they've made, but I'm still not buying it yet. So, like mm. I I said on that other show as well, um, that uh, like I started off the San Jose topic with like. Man, I got to apologize to Eric Carlson for his comments last year of like, I didn't join San Jose to be in a rebuild. You're in one, buddy, whether you like it or not. So yeah. just be happy that you're going to pay the, what, $11.5 million a year yep. and uh, enjoy the beach. So, <laughs> yep, pretty much. But yeah, Vegas is definitely going to be in there. Um, as it stands right now, I know you're going to hate this, uh, you know, this description, I guess. Mm-hmm. I have no idea for Edmonton honestly because they are so loaded offensively right now but god awful on the back end again like Edmonton was building up their defense again and it was actually looking pretty good and Ken Holland I in my opinion just ruined the defensive aspect of that team in one offseason like and you know Mike Smith is always a he's on fire a god in the net or he is absolutely trash last mm-hmm. year he was a god and this year you know it how it goes is like you know each year it kind of goes back and forth same with Borowski, honestly yeah this is the year that he would be trash like anything like, honestly i'm projecting like a below 900 save percentage at the end of the year for him. like oh, possibly it's, yeah and, like everything this year i feel like is going to be toronto of like two seasons ago or three seasons ago where mm-hmm. it was basically like, yes, the idea of the game of hockey is to score more goals than the other team. 
but Edmonton, I think, is going to be in a lot of games that are going to be like seven five or that sort of thing, right? Where oh, like you literally have yeah. to outscore the other teams. So. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that take at all. Really, like we are up, we are objectively worse on the back end. Like, yeah, it's it's rough. Like, but you got Duncan Keith. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, and Cody Cece. Jesus oh my god! Christ. Uh, like and our forwards are way better. I have no issue yeah. with that. Like, we're gonna have depth if we make it into the playoffs. The the depth is gonna be huge there now like i'm not concerned about that but you're right it's the goaltending and everything defensively after darnell nurse yeah (laughs) that's pretty much and even darnell nurse is like he's great offensively it's he's better defensively than he has been i'll put it that way he's he's still he's also defensive defenseman yeah he's also not a 9.5 million dollar defenseman i'm sorry (laughs) he's not I hate the market for defensemen right now. Like Wierenski, <laughs> nine and a half. A no, free agent signing. That's a that's like an extension. Yeah, I know that should not be that high. <laughs> I know, but it's because honestly, it's because we bridged him twice. So like our own yeah. damn fault. We could have signed him to eight years, four million dollars back when he was shit, and it would have looked bad then. But fucking amazing now. Um, and not to get talk too much about Edmonton here, but yeah, it's it, it's yeah. not worth nine and a half. There's. All of the defensemen that got signed for nine and a half million this year, the only one I think that deserves it is Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. Every other nine and a half million dollar defenseman is worth seven to eight. And especially in a flat cap, there's no way a defenseman should get nine and a half. It's insane. Um, yeah, okay, so Vegas, again, we talked about they're already gonna be there. Um Seattle we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Seattle. They can make it, I think, as long as they can gel together. That's going to be mm-hmm. the thing, right? Like Vegas on paper, only two guys had played together, I think, ever in their careers, and that was James Neal and Marc Andre Fleury, two completely different positions, mind you. Yeah. Um. And but you know, just it was an unfortunate circumstance that made them bond in that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, they were they were able to, and they just went on a roll, right? And really haven't stopped. Um. With Seattle, though, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they can gel together. Mm-hmm. I think once they do, they will start getting wins. But oh, yeah, until sure. we see that happen, I think it could be kind of rough just because it's a brand new team and a bunch of guys mm-hmm. who haven't played together, right? You're you're trying to learn each other's, uh, you know, just things that they do and whatnot. And obviously, there's going to be practices in preseason and that kind of stuff to yeah. be able to do that. But it's how quickly they can gel together. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they're able to gel, like, early on in the season, like, say like by the start of November, like in that just in that first month, I think they'll be fine. They could they could easily make the playoffs. So yeah. but it kind of depends on that. Yeah, no for sure. And I think if I think they just all have to buy into that defensive game as well. Um so and I think that it'll work quite nicely because you know Jordan Eberly's probably going to be on the top line there. He's going to be a veteran for forwards and like probably a leader. I wouldn't be surprised if he has an eight or have they've announced that already, haven't they? Who their alternates are or no? Uh, no, they haven't okay. announced any of that yet. Yeah. So. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had one, though. But, I mean, he's used to playing that defensive hockey in New York. So I think that that'll just kind of trickle down through the roster. And if they can really just buy into that system mm-hmm. that, that Montreal made it to the almost won the Stanley Cup with, I, I yeah. think they'll be awesome. I, I don't know how well it'll go over in the in the West just because it's a different conference. But I think it has its... Uh, it, I think it could work. So. Yeah. Um, um yeah, yeah Calgary Calgary I think Calgary? has has improved quite a bit just depth wise. So um I I honestly think they're going to be contending for 
a wild card or that third spot. So uh, same with Vancouver, really. It's like they they haven't gotten drastically better, but I, I think they've done enough to, you know, at least get them in the wild card, not as much as Calgary, but I think they I'll, could be in there. So I'll disagree. I'll say Vancouver has a worse defense than Edmonton does, and they also still need to sign Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes. And they have about that's ten million dollars to do it with. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I think they're working on. I mean, they're going to do it. They're going to sign those guys. Like, yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I, uh, um, I, I think that yeah, Calgary's the, definitely the acquisitions be they do though. have are really. They good. still have some so. guys to sign as. Oh, I think we lost Nate now. <laughs> that's an awesome picture though i definitely need to screenshot that <laughs> uh offer sheet yes definitely for uh, i'm assuming talking about vancouver here uh on twitter at nikki yeehaw 18 says offer sheet yeah you offer sheet any one of those guys and, and force them to match like that's that's insane i think uh, that could be really good um who, what other teams oh la that's the other team in the uh in the Pacific Division, I think they've improved, but not too much. I don't think enough to get a wild card spot in the West. But um, I, I do like some of the acquisitions they made, uh, especially Philip Deneau. He's he's awesome. So um, yeah, we can ask Nate's opinion when he unfreezes. Um, and also, who are the goalie tandems to watch this season? Good ones, bad ones, underrated ones, surprising ones. Um, we'll get to that. I, I, I don't know. Nate, do you want to talk about LA or do you just want to answer Lindsay's question about goalies here? Uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, just get into the, to the thing. I guess we kind of have the idea of like who the playoff teams are going to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like LA can be competitive. They aren't quite going to make it though. Yeah. And yeah, San that's kind of the same, bottom with us, so. same page as me then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, all right, well, cool. <laughs> yeah. Goalie tandems to watch. Um, you know, it's so hard because all the goalies have moved around, so I don't actually know who's where anymore, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, goalie tandems to watch. Definitely Seattle's, with, like I was saying, with Grubauer mm-hmm. and uh, Drieger. I think that's going to be pretty good. Um, just for pure entertainment value, Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen and Edmonton. <laughs> just to see <laughs> how much of a shit show that's yeah. going to be. Um, um, I think Detroit's is going to be good with Nedeljkovic and... Um, Oh, who, who was the other one? I know he was good, though. Um, was it uh, Bernier? No, Bernier went to... Didn't he go somewhere else? I have no idea. I'm pulling up the NHL lab to take a look at <laughs> yeah, <Rosters. right. laughs> Oh, Thomas Grace. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's that'll be pretty good. And, mm-hmm. man, Stevie Iserman just pulling stuff. And I loved his answer when he was asked why Carolina was you know, willing to give up Nadelkovich for so little. He's just like, you got to ask them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, talk about a baller answer right there. Mm-hmm. My God. Um, I don't know. Washington technically got their tandem, their young tandem back. In, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. With Vanacek um, there. Yeah. Yeah, Vanacek going back the other way again. Oh, Chicago um, with uh, with Flurry and Lankinen. That's going to be real good. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting to order my Flurry Chicago jersey until I see him. Like, I, yes, we've seen him wear the jersey like in the locker room, but like you know, in gear 
on the ice in a game. I'm mm-hmm. waiting until then, but yeah, um, I do. Yeah, where is it here? I do already have it as my wallpaper. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> it hanging in the locker. So I'm, I I did it more to get myself used to it, because mm-hmm. it is going to be interesting for sure. Uh, honestly, Vegas with Robin Lehner and Loren Brassois. Uh, Brassois was a goalie mm-hmm. that I was hyping up backup. for. Yeah, I was hyping up for a little while with uh, for the Flames to target at least, but uh, yeah, that'll uh, go well there, but. Just from the fans, Brassois is going to be under such scrutiny because the fans loved Marc Andre Fleury there. Oh yeah. So you know if if Brassois does one little thing wrong, just get ready for the shitstorm on Vegas Twitter, basically. So yeah, I, oh, yeah. I do feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Jose has James Reimer and uh, Aiden Hill there, so that'll be an interesting tandem for sure. It it's an upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know the one that Lindsay's waiting for me to say, though, is Nashville with UC Soros and David Riddick. That actually is going to be a fun one to watch, honestly. Those are two guys with uh, a lot of character and, um, you know, are both really good goalies and very active mm-hmm. goalies. So it'll definitely be fun to watch them just, like, mm-hmm. perform, essentially. Yeah, if you're looking for goalie fights, watch every divisional matchup that Nashville's involved in. Yeah. <laughs> because Riddick and, and Soros are going to be the guys to fight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um. Okay, I'm trying to remember who does Buffalo have right now in net. Um, I don't know, but I think it's like I think they like might be Curtis tossing around Sanders? the idea of putting the pads on Eichel. Okay, oh, and just seeing what happens. I mean, that's what everyone did in minor hockey, right? It's like, oh yeah, the kid can't skate. Yeah, throw him in net when, like, when you're the goal, you're supposed to be like one of the better skaters, basically, because of like all the crap you have to do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Currently, it's probably Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's otherwise gonna be it's, fun. Uh, Yuko Pekko or Yuko Pekka Lekanen, um, and uh, Dustin uh, Tukarski, who Tukarski is supposed to be good. Well, he has NHL experience, but I think his one or two games last year was his first in like five years or something like that. Like he's just been in the minors. And if you can't get out of the minors in Buffalo's system, that's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's gonna it's, be, uh, yeah, a- Anderson and uh, and Dell. Yeah, Anderson, good goalie in his prime. Unfortunately, not in his prime anymore, though. No, so. and uh, Aaron Dell. I still remember the comments when he got traded to uh, to Toronto last year. He got picked up by Toronto, I guess, on waivers. And mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm not here to be the third goalie." And it's like, "Yeah, you're damn well right. I think you were the fourth or the fifth one, bud." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oof. <laughs> the the other one I want to talk about is Dallas because I I mean they have just oh, tons of goalies they, right yeah, now. Yeah, there's there's got to be some there's still got to be a move there. And I think it's oh, Anton sure. Hudobin, unfortunately. I think so. Uh, for, I, I mean, Dallas, you're but. not obviously not moving Holpe because you just paid to bring him in. Yeah. Um, oh, then again, they could pull a Toronto and just yeah use him for one year and then say see you later. <laughs> Yeah, but like still for the one year, you have three goalies, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be Hudobin as well because mm-hmm. Ottinger's still young and looking real good. Yeah. Ben Bishop exactly. probably won't play, but um, but if he does, I don't think you move on. I think he'll still so. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one tandem, though, from last year that did stay together was the Minnesota Wild in Capo Kakinen and Cam Talbot. And that was a good yeah. tandem last year. So I'm was, interested yeah. to see those two guys again. Uh, Talbot, you know, playing for both of our other teams in Edmonton and Calgary and doing mm-hmm. well, honestly, in both places. Um, yeah. 
I feel like in Edmonton, he got the short end of the stick, and I felt really bad for him, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, so, because, like, I remember even talking to you after that 2017 run where he played, like, what was it, like, 78 games or something like that? It was something ridiculous. Like, he... It was 70-something, yeah. Yeah. It, honestly, it was it was way too much, no matter what, right? And, like, you know, going to the playoffs and that. And I was telling you and our other buddy who's an Oilers fan, I was like, it's not going to go well next year because he's going to be tired. Guess who was right? <laughs> and that's not his fault. That's yeah. totally on Oilers management for that. So I do feel really bad for him. But yeah, I mean, I don't even remember who else we had though. Didn't uh, what, what was his name? Um, Gustafson wasn't that our backup that year? Uh, I thought it was I somebody it was. else. Uh, what was but, that? Sixteen, seventeen? No. Yeah. Or yeah, no, I guess. Or, or no, who did you have? 17, 18? It was this. Um, you had Koskinen. You had brought him in. Oh no, I was thinking the year before, like why for why he played um oh, okay. so many games. Yeah. 16, I mean, like, I, I, under, I understand the idea of like, you know, play the hot goalie or that sort of thing, but like yeah. you gotta give the guy a break. And like we even saw that with our own John Gibson for a shortened season, right? The guy got burnt out. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. So like as soon as he came Absolutely. back from injury, the guy looked good again. So mm-hmm. but um oh yeah, our our backups those season or that season, Talbot played seventy three games. Um our backups were Laurent Brassois and Jonas Gustafsson. So yeah, uh, a young Brassois, but like he could have he could have played a few more, honestly. Uh, yeah, but that was also in front of a awful, awful defense, and Brassois does not do well in front of awful defense. But the Oilers got to the second round. I don't, I don't understand because of Cam Talbot. Honestly, that's that's why. Yeah. Um, and then the seventeen eighteen, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's when we brought in Koskinen. Yeah. Or was um, it eighteen nineteen? Uh we signed him to a four year deal. This is his last year, so uh yeah, it would have been eighteen nineteen. Yeah. It was still Talbot, Brassois, and Al Montoya. Talbot only played oh, okay. sixty seven games that year. So Yeah. And then he got he had gotten traded to Philly at the trade deadline. So mm-hmm. um one more Talbot, or one more Talbot, <laughs> one more Tandem I'd like to bring up that it was able to stay together as much as like a lot of people were kind of wondering, is this actually going to stay together? Carey Price and uh, Jake Allen. Yeah, That'll be good to watch again. It's going to be good. Unfortunately, yeah. the Canadians lost a lot of their uh, key players. Uh, yeah. Shea Weber may never play again, which is very sad. Yeah, Perry's gone. Deneau is gone. Um, yeah. Whoever else they have. Perry officially joined the dark side. He was like, "I'm fucking sick of getting, of losing to Tampa Bay. I'm going <laughs> yeah. there." <laughs> Watch, he's gonna be against Dallas or Montreal in the finals again, and, and gonna he's win, gonna lose. And he's well, yeah, they're they're gonna win. He's well, gonna lose again. It's gonna be a Marion Hosa situation. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not gonna be against Montreal in the finals. I don't. No, I don't but, think unless he gets moved at the deadline. But uh, yeah, but Dallas is definitely possible. A Dallas Tampa. Um, yeah, uh, rematch. Uh, I think that's very possible. Dallas made made some good steps this year. Yeah, they did so. for sure. So, so yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> Dallas is winning the cup uh, is okay with me. Da- I, I do know Nikki is a uh, is a Dallas fan. Second, I guess. But oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I know I know she likes the stars. So yeah. But. Um. Okay. I don't know. Is there any other tandems that you want to talk about? I think we've already done like half of them. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm good. So uh, if you want, we can take a quick break, get our uh, next last piece of news, and what's quacking done after yeah. that. Sounds good. All right. What promo did we decide on? Oh yes, this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey 
and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, a thought of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. Then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. Fuck yeah, hockey and music. Yeah. <laughs> Two of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. You ready to get fired up, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think you actually underestimate like how or not underestimate overestimate how uh how fired up I'm gonna be. Maybe you're just estimating me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time you'll just estimate. <laughs> uh, as you can guess, this topic is in regards to jerseys, which Nate has four thousand of. Uh and it's the wall also, is by the way this time. What's that? <laughs> Said the wall is different this time. Yeah, I noticed uh, before we started the Nashville jersey up there. That's a new one, hey? Yeah, what I added. I put Montreal back up. It was up there a few months ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Nashville got added. Pittsburgh got added. And St. Louis got added. So swapping a few around. I am officially at the halfway point of the 32 collection. I'm at 16. So Nice. But Yeah, that's awesome. Anyways, though... um, the NHL allowing ads on jerseys starting in the 22-23 season, so not this upcoming one, but the next one. Yeah. Uh, max of three inches by three and a half size patch. Uh, not sure where it'll be placed in the NBA. It's uh, the right shoulder, I think, or left. I don't know. Something like it's, that. It's yeah, like on, of, like on the chest, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's all we know so far. Nate, what are your thoughts? Okay, so... Yeah, my my whole thing, I I did kind of freak out with the helmet ads more so because it was the idea of, okay, well, once you put a crack in the dam, when is it going to break, right? And, you know, obviously the hope for everybody is that this doesn't become like the European jerseys or anything like that. Um, And you would hope that, you know, Gary Bettman and the rest of the NHL are smart enough to realize that's not what any fans want, but just, you know, how greedy they can get. Um, in terms of the patches, it's honestly like three by three and a half. It's not that big. I think a lot of people are starting to, you know, people are freaking out because like thinking that it's going to be bigger and that sort of thing. It's not very big, luckily. Um, but, uh, my, my whole thing is there's some teams last year with the helmet ads that did great with, you know, the aesthetic matching, I guess. Right. So, um, you know, like the ducks, right? Everything was like all the logos that they had were black on white helmets or white on black helmets. Mm-hmm. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but then you take a look at say Nashville who had the Bridgestone logo on their helmet and it was a black and red logo on yellow and Navy jerseys or like yellow helmets. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it's stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And my favorite is the Scotiabank logo on 
uh, Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs, Leafs helmets. helmets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it works for their home one because they put the white logo, but then yeah. on the away helmets, it's it's red. So yeah, that with, that stuck out, right? Like yeah. even from a distance, you could tell just something something was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. So for the patches, same kind of thing. As long as they like aesthetically match and kind of blend in, it's not going to be as big of a deal as people think. For myself, though, it's going to be more if they aesthetically clash. Yeah. And the thing for me, as we have talked about, I am a collector of jerseys. I don't overly want to be buying jerseys that, you know, say for the Calgary Flames, I don't want to be buying a jersey that has Scotiabank plastered on it, right? Like, or I guess not plastered, but like, you know, it it has that branding on it or that Mm -hmm. sort of thing, right? Like, I'd like to be able to buy a jersey just, you know, as they are right now and that sort of thing. Um, and I, I think for the NBA, I was talking with somebody about this. Um, I think some of the jerseys that you can buy for the NBA like will have the like those sponsor logos on them, but some don't. Mm-hmm. So you know, if the NHL can have that option for like uh, the authentics, like oh yeah, you can have like the I guess true authentic with the sponsorship or yeah. without it, that would be great. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, they'll probably make you pay to take the patch off. Which no. is ridiculous. But, I, yes. I don't yeah, know, that's just we're going to make you pay more happening. for less. Um, yeah. But uh, like I know with uh, we 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 know I'm a big lacrosse guy, right? So I'm watching the mm-hmm. PLL, and I ordered a couple jerseys uh, a couple months ago with like the start of the season. And their main sponsor is Ticketmaster, so they have Ticketmaster on the lower back, like across the entire lower back. Mm-hmm. And you know, besides that, like the rest of the jersey is like clean of anything. So. Um, they're authentic jerseys, however, like the ones that the players actually wear, they'll have, they're at least for the most part, um, like aesthetically matched, like on the chest as well. But yeah. there was a couple of cases, like, uh, I forget what the brand was, but like on the water dogs jerseys, which are primarily like, uh, shades of purple, mm-hmm. um, the sponsor patch that they had on it was white, green, and red. So that stuck out, right? Like as mm-hmm. you're as you're taking a look and that sort of things, which, um, yeah, for for myself, just being that aesthetics type guy, it just doesn't work well for me. Yeah, I think the one thing though that would ease this, even if it doesn't quite match, would be if the uh, jersey ad was on the shoulder. Actually, I think that would just make it yeah. a a little bit easier and not so. Uh, your eyes drawn to that right away type thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, it would make it a little bit easier. An example of that actually is at the World Cup of Hockey in 2016. All the uh, all the country's jerseys had the uh, SAP logo uh, just on, uh, I believe it was the right shoulder. And then on the left shoulder had the World Cup of Hockey patch. So, um, so like that kind of works, I think, and mm-hmm. could definitely ease it uh, yeah. a bit. So, I actually and, didn't and know was, that that logo was yeah. on the World Cup jersey. So, I mean, that's a, a great example of that. It's very discreet that way. Yeah. I had no idea. And, yeah, exactly. And, you know, with the what I was talking about earlier, like if the retail versions, like hopefully don't have the sponsorship logo on it, mm-hmm. the Team Canada jersey that I have doesn't have the sponsorship logo on it. Okay. So yeah. there, there's hope here at least mm. for that. So, but yeah. I think that would, yeah, ease it a little bit. So I, mm. I know... I'm pretty sure you were expecting me to blow up and be like, oh, fuck this and whatever. I'm Honestly, just, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm, <laughs> I'm still skeptical. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I'm hoping it doesn't, you know, get not covered, but like adding more to it, right? Yeah, yeah. You so, just want to see it first, right? 
Yeah. You want to see it in person before you judge too hard. And you don't want to get out of yeah. hand like some of the European European. Yeah, exactly. Leagues. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, and one thing to add as sure. well with yeah, one thing to add with having it as a shoulder patch as well, you still leave then the right chest for, you know, any specialty patches or that for teams such as, you mm-hmm. know, like it, it won't be for Seattle, right? But like they'll have the inaugural season patch there. Um, or for any specialty games or that sort of thing, right? You could have that patch there should you choose. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, just leaves yeah, you know no, those teams, those things tailored for the teams to mm-hmm. have that space. So yeah, I'd, yeah. If yeah, they're going ahead with this. I would prefer it to get put on the shoulder. So mm-hmm. yeah, this, for me, this is just like the one time I'm kind of a traditionalist, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. There, there just shouldn't be ads on the on NHL jerseys. I, I like, still don't get me wrong. I still agree, but I understand yeah. why they're doing this. So like honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like if the pandemic didn't happen we wouldn't be having oh yeah there's no way jersey no no way yeah and like the helmet ads i can get past the jersey ones i have a tough time with again i i want to see it first and yeah see if it they do make an effort to make it aesthetically pleasing but like i don't know why they had to go right to the jersey like i feel like you could put ads on like the pants or something like that or like, yeah. like even the ass, like the back of the pads. So that like when <laughs> Connor McDavid is skating past you, you can it can be like sponsored by Reebok. And it's like, Jesus, those Reebok <laughs> skates are fast. <laughs> I guess he wears CCM. So yeah, I was like, Reebok's example, been out of the game since like 2013. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't talk about gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, I but, guess for Connor McDavid to be like sponsored by BioSteel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like right across his ass, and like I mean, every player is reading that, so you know, you get the entire NHL mm-hmm. on BioSteel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and I, I would love to see like Ryan gets on the back of Ryan Ketzla, Ryan gets laughs pants, just like owned by Corey Perry or like something fun like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think players need to buy ad space, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and uh, if, Honestly, if Tom I, Wilson sponsored the to, Rangers, yeah. that would be amazing. Oh my <laughs> the god, Rangers dude. Patch and it's just Tom Wilson's face on every. Wilson Rangers already jersey. owns the Rangers. Let's be honest here. Like with, oh, ha- with what happened last season, and like the moves that the Rangers have made, it's purely going to be for that first game against Washington. I sent you that clip from Urinating Tree the other night, and just that <laughs> last that. part yeah. of it is just like nothing else matters. Tom Wilson must die, and I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm going for that, too. So Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So. <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. Well, that was I don't really... Know what, yeah, oh, what, I, 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 yeah, what else? Like, do you have anything more to add, I guess, on the patches? I know I've said a lot uh, here. I no, know you're really. kind of, yeah, but... I, I, actually, because I was expecting you to blow up, I, all, all the things that you said that were very level-headed is what I was going to say. <laughs> so I, I don't really have anything to add. I've, I've had a couple days to think about this and a few discussions about it already. So okay. I'm like, okay, yeah. I've, I've kind of sorted myself out. And I'm at the same point as you. I'd like to see it first and then come to my final conclusion about it. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, just more my ideas of like, yeah, I'd prefer to have it on the shoulder and just to make it easier and whatnot. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, well... That was very level-headed, so let's get to <laughs> what's quacking, where there might be a little bit more heated discussion for one of our topics here. Okay, um, we'll start with the questions that you got asked on Twitter, if you want. Yeah, so I did reach out on the Quack Report Twitter, at Quack Report Pod, uh, just asking for, because, you know, 
it's been slow with the Ducks news and that kind of stuff. Luckily, we had the Jersey stuff to talk about as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, us going on our random paths as well. Yeah. Um, oh, by man, the way, that actually, that reminds oh. me. Sorry, I forgot to <laughs> tell you uh, where in which countries you were an average height. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> I totally, totally forgot about this. Um, Dude, the TVA fucking where, hates us. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there, there's tons where five uh, seven is the average, but to name a few notable ones: Colombia, Japan, uh, Singapore, Egypt, uh, Thailand, uh, China, Chile. So basically, everywhere that I'd stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. White bearded man in the middle of uh, middle of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, one, uh, it seems like most, uh, of the countries that you're actually above average are in Africa, like, um, Nigeria, oh, okay, so. South Africa, um, Madagascar. Okay, I'd, I'd fit in in South Africa, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, Lindsay's <laughs> chiming in. This is the content <laughs> I come for. Oh, we're glad we're making somebody happy here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I just wanted to bring it back full circle cause I totally forgot about that. So, um, yeah, sorry. Continue with the questions uh, <laughs> from Twitter. Yeah, so we reached out just to ask what else you guys would like us to talk about on this show. And there was one consistent between two of the answers that we got here. So from Chris at CJK Chell and Alex at Sports Tweeter CA, uh, they want to know about you know future outdoor games, who we would like to see and where. So Carter, I will... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you think about it first and give a potential answer. So I will leave this open as well, actually, for Winter Classic, Stadium Series, and Heritage Classic. Hmm, okay. So, yeah, you can pick whichever. Sure. Just off the top of my head, I'd love to see a Battle of Alberta Heritage Classic um, yeah. somewhere on, on neutral ground. And that's really just personal preference, like whether it's uh, somewhere in Red Deer or um, Lake Louise was a big one that they talked about mm. doing, which I think would be awesome. Um yeah, or really just, or even in Saskatchewan, I could see them doing that. Like, yeah, just go back, flooding. go back to Regina again. Yeah, when when did they do that for? Uh, that was, was Calgary it? and Winnipeg for the last Heritage Classic. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's just the first one off the top of my head. I'd have to think of some other mm-hmm. ones, but so I'll let you go ahead with one here. I would love to see a, and I did concepts for this too. Actually, I'd love to see a stadium series type game just more for the jersey aesthetic and a a little bit more modern look between the new york rangers and the new york islanders i'd love to see something like that Mm, you can mm -hmm. um i mean really you can pick anywhere in the state of new york right so because you have the two new york teams um but i think it would be cool if they could do it um like in a place between manhattan and long island right so Mm -hmm. like just kind of i forget what like channel it is there but um if they were able to do it actually on the thing but probably not so yeah um just kind of find a neutral site or that sort of thing but mm-hmm. uh yeah maybe even cool. somewhere like rochester actually would be kind of cool um i'm trying to think of any like stadiums though actually you know what no let's go to yankee stadium one of the most oh, famous yeah. stadiums in baseball yeah, yeah, and yeah. in That'd sports cool. right so yeah okay there you go mm-hmm. uh stadium series between the rangers and the islanders at yankee stadium I think that could be, I don't know. oh my God, I think that'd be a pretty cool one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that would be really cool because I, I don't think either of those teams have been in any outdoor games before, have they? Uh, the Rangers have. Uh, they were in a stadium series against, was it, no, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Who were they against for that game? 
but I know they were because I could was it visualize somewhat the jersey recently? in my mind. Um, I think it was like early mid two thousand tens. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was like one of those years where they had like three, like three stadium series games in a year and just oh, kind of okay. like drowned it out. Gotcha. Yeah, that could be it. So, uh, oh, it was twenty fourteen. Um, and the New Jersey Devils. That's right. Because uh, okay. New Jersey went a little bit not the stadium series route. They went a more a bit classic route, and they had the red and green white okay. base jerseys. Gotcha. That's what they had. So cool. Uh, oh yeah. So sorry. The 2014 Stadium Series was that first year of it. Um, yeah, okay. where you had the first game being Anaheim in LA, mm-hmm. um, and then you had the Rangers and the Devils. And then, oh, sorry, there was actually a Rangers and Islanders game. Actually, that was Game Three. Oh, cool. Um, and that one was. Let me take a. Oh, that was at Yankee Stadium. Also, what the fuck? Okay, I gotta <laughs> change my answer then. Yeah, you're just like seven years behind. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um, um and then I the do last have one. one. If you oh, want me yeah, to... sure, go for it. Okay. I was just gonna say the last one was Pittsburgh and Chicago for the same oh, okay. series. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I know Pittsburgh's been in quite a few, but I would love to see a Pittsburgh-Washington one, um, like closer Ooh, to the end yeah. of Crosby and Ovi's career, just because, I mean, they've been the center of everything since 2005. So, yeah, like, even with guys like McDavid and, and McKinnon coming in and, like, and Matthews, I'll even throw him in there because, sure, why not? Uh, yeah. But even still, like, Ovi and Crosby have just been the center of attention, like, even around those guys. So Yeah, true. Okay, actually, I have a new answer. Okay. I would like to see the original Winnipeg Jets, the Arizona Coyotes, against Winnipeg Jets 2.0 for a hair for a for a winter classic. Okay, that'd be interesting. I think that could be cool. So <laughs> I and I think it would be hilarious though if they both wore like OG Jets throwback jerseys. Oh, but just one like was just dark and one was white. Yeah, just like different eras of it though. So like you could have one team wearing like a WHA version. And mm-hmm. another team wearing like the last one, I think, before they went. I know there's at one point that like the OG Winnipeg Jets and the New York Rangers had the exact same jersey design, and it's just like a different logo plastered on it. But oh yeah, <laughs> um, I think something fun like that could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, or one more, actually, I wouldn't mind seeing um, maybe in a few years to not just you know give some other teams a chance first. Yeah, uh, but Vancouver versus Seattle. For That'd be good. a winter classic. I think that could for be sure. really cool. So yeah. Although unfortunately we'll probably get like Vegas and Seattle because it's like they're shiny the new toys. Teams. Yeah. <laughs> but, so but yeah, I think Vancouver, Seattle would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I also I okay, I'll throw out one more here just to tie it back to us a little bit more. A battle of the birds, the Anaheim Ducks and the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's the other bird team? But <laughs> right. I think that could be pretty fun. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or okay, I, I'm just I'm just coming up with ideas now. I'll okay. throw out one more: Battle of the Capital Cities, the Washington Capitals and the Ottawa Senators. But give it a couple of years so that Ottawa can like get on par. It'll at actually, least. be good. <laughs> yeah, it'll actually be interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, because I mean, at that rate, Ovi's just gonna pop off and get what yeah. is it, whatever he needs two hundred goals to beat the record imagine him doing it at like a specialty game like that 
oh my god <laughs> oh yeah dude you know the year he's like up for it at like whenever it's yeah, like, like washington you're getting game. everything yeah it's just like here's this rivalry game outdoor game this one you're gonna play you get here. the all-star <laughs> game yeah. also like yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah okay so yeah i've thrown out a couple different ones after uh yeah apparently the islanders and the rangers already did have one i don't remember their jersey for that though the islanders specifically mm-hmm. yeah i don't know either but are you gonna pull it up just for myself just, just for the sake of curiosity yeah yeah just because i'm a jersey nut and i'm like what the fuck was it oh right they had um here i, I just have it on the ipad but i will oh, sure. show it here quick but yeah there we go it was this one. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. just like the the massive NY or that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah the concept still their third or their third is uh, based off it's of it. Kind of based around that. So, but I do like that jersey, like their third now, and even the stadium series version. I think it's it's kind of cool. So, um, the the version that I had though, like concepts, and you can find this on my uh, my website as well. Actually, uh, Thomas Arden Audio dot uh, yeah, Excuse plug me. it. Yeah. Um, but it was like a yeah, it was like a, a blue Rangers jersey with the oversized NY in their font. And then the Islanders jersey was an orange based jersey, actually. Because mm-hmm. I think they've only had one or two of those, uh, with the massive NY as well. So you had that consistency kind of on both, but in their own styles. So yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So uh do you have any other ideas or are you uh I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tap out now. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Before I come up with something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap this up here with uh, a very hard math question <laughs> that uh, that scares me here. <laughs> All right. So uh, those of you who are, if, if you're still watching, you can play along and uh, answer in the comments as well. Um, if you're listening, you can, you know, write it down and that sort of thing. But um, this is just one of those, you know, social media math questions that got sent out and um you know people were just trying to solve it and putting their answers in the comments but it was the there was a specific comment in here that i was getting a chuckle out of so but before we do that though i want to get the actual answer for this so i already know what the answer is and carter i'm gonna have you answer this as we are on uh oh boy (laughs) uh, on the stream here so All right. you are you are in account. Okay. You're, you're in accounting school right now. So like, I hope you get this right. But like, yeah. okay, there's no letters, so that's a good start. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for anybody who's just listening and would like to write it down or just kind of visualize it, so it's fifty plus fifty minus twenty five times zero plus two plus two equals. Okay. All right. So. I'll walk. Well, I'll, I'll give people a, a few seconds to think about it here. So, yeah. Um, obviously, got to use bed mass, or as the kids nowadays say, PEMDAS, or whatever it is now. What? <laughs> yeah. Have you not heard of that? It's no. Actually, it's PEMDAS, parentheses, because they're not brackets, they're parentheses, uh, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, rather than bed mass, which is brackets, which is what everybody calls them, anyways, exponents, yeah. division, multiplication, addition, subtraction. Huh, so, interesting. All right. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> very stupid. Moving on. Um, <laughs> no brackets, no exponents. Uh, division, multiplication, you do together. So 25 times zero is just zero. Um, now you're just left with 
50 plus 50 minus 0 plus 2 plus 2, which is you just do all that together left to right. So 50 and 50 is 100. 0 uh, plus 2 plus 2 is 4, so 104. Hope that's right. That, yes, that is the correct answer is 104. Okay, sick. <laughs> so, yeah, so the comment section, you know, the replies were very split between 104 and 4. If you do this left to right, it comes out to 4. However, as Carter explained, that's not correct because you have to do bed mass. So you'd have to do that multiplication of 25 Pen times pass. 0. Oh, whatever. <laughs> a 25 times 0 first. I feel like I'm back as a, like, uh, doing like my internship for teaching again yeah um <laughs> so anyway back in high school it's like you didn't do math in high school nate <laughs> i did math in high school <laughs> yeah you did you did some of my math in high school <laughs> yeah no okay Lindsay saying well done carter <laughs> thanks Lindsay. god could you imagine if the accountant could do math that'd be terrifying yeah, dude, I'd have another four years of school coming up to <laughs> do something else. <laughs> oh, so anyway, somebody in the comments, though, puts uh, their solving of this problem. They said, stop making up equations. Write it down vertically, each and every line of operation for clarification. So they have it as 50 plus 50 equals 100. So then minus 25 equals 75 times 0 equals 0. Plus two equals two, plus two equals four. So they did it the left to right version, essentially. Right? Wait, so they said stop writing equations horizontally? No, they just said stop making up equations. And then write it down vertically each and every line of operation. So, but basically they just did it left to right. So they, so then <laughs> okay. they put the answer is four. I tutored Alge and Trig never oh, create no. imaginary equations to support false theorems. <laughs> What's imaginary about this? It's, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, yes, I guess I get that it's made up, but like, so I, I, that sucks that that person tutored so many people. Oh, oh my God. God. So anyway, somebody replies to it though. And I was loving this. They put just because you tutored doesn't mean you are correct. Now, granted, only one of my masters is mathematics, but you are teaching math wrong and should consider another side hustle. The order of operations and in brackets and this is actually or i guess sorry parentheses <laughs> now this is a middle school stuff closing parentheses are the rules to solve this problem 104 but i was just like man just like the subtle smack in the face i'm like yeah now granted the only one of my masters is in mathematics <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you should consider another side hustle i'm like oh damn yeah because you know the other masters is probably like physics or engineering yeah, exactly. or something like that <laughs> man i should go back and find a tweet actually and be like just out of curiosity what is your second mate like your second masters in <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh but i i just i like people who just Kind of getting owned on the internet. It's funny. It's funny to read, especially when it's, it's not stuff. yourself getting owned. So yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. Anyways, well, my brain is officially class. used up now that we have done math. Yeah. So, dude, when was middle school for us? We're twenty four now. It's like 10 I don't want to think about it. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not thinking about it. No, not at all. <laughs> dude, we graduated high school like almost seven years ago. Just a, and uh, just a really Nate, nice where can they right find now. you? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you might be able, you might be finding me in a in a dumpster bin here soon, or at the bottom of a river. <laughs> if uh, Carter has has his way with what he how he wants to kill me here, uh, you can find me on Twitter though at Tate Namas T A T E N H O M A S. 
uh, and as well at Quack Report Pod on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HockeyPodNet on YouTube and uh, uh, what's it called? Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what's the other one that I don't use? Uh, at HockeyPodNet yeah, on YouTube and right. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, uh, for our live streams every Wednesday as well. Um, and you can follow myself at Carter underscore Pots, P O T T S underscore 97. Don't know when we'll be back. Um, maybe next week, maybe the week after, maybe two the week weeks. after Let's that. We'll say two weeks. Either sure. way, see you later.